Good morning. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. The good Lord, oh yeah, let's give him the praise because he deserves all of the honor and all of the praise that each and every one of us can give. This first Sunday, in this new year, he didn't have to do it but he did. There's a lot of friends, relatives, and loved ones that went on in 2019, but because of his grace and his mercy, he spared us to see not just a new month, but a new year, and that's something to be glad about. We welcome those that are joining us by way of live streaming and we invite you to invite your friends and relatives to join us as well. Later in the service, we will let you know how you can worship through giving as well. Right now, I ask that you will bow your heads and pray with me. Gracious God, we praise you for this gathered church. Oh God, we thank you not just for this church. Lord, we thank you for every church door that's open in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Father God, we ask that you would give us a New Year's resolution that regardless to what happens, regardless to whether or not we lose weight or stop doing some things and start doing other things, some that we know we may go back to doing before the month of January is up but that we will have a new resolution that regardless to what this year bring, we know if we got you by our side, that nothing will be too hard for us to handle. Keep us now, 
Lord, we thank you that you gave us a mind to know that we need you. So now we ask, Lord, that you would carry us through not just this day, but through this year. Walk with us. Guide our steps. Guide our tongues. Give us love in our hearts that we may love one another. Keep us now, Lord. We humbly ask that you would do these things in the precious name of Jesus Christ, who is our Lord and our Savior. Amen. Amen. Minister, worship is coming. Come on, stand to your feet. Anybody feel like praising him? I said, anybody feel like praising him? Song simply says, Oh, I feel like praising, praising him. Oh, I
It's another day's journey, church. It's another day's journey. The Lord allowed me to get up one more time. I'm glad about it. Who all glad about it? Let's petition the throne of grace and ask God to continue to be with us. Our Father, which art in heaven, we come today, Lord, thanking you for allowing us to see 2020. Thanking you, O oh Lord, for all the blessings across 2019 and the years before. We thank you, Father. Dear Lord, as we go into this year, O oh Lord, we have many needs, O oh Lord. We have a city in turmoil, Father. We have people killing people for no reason. Lord, we ask you, O oh Lord, bless us, O oh Lord, that we may be a part of solving the problem. Help us, dear Lord. We ask you, dear Lord, to remember those who are sick and in hospital beds today, Lord. We ask you to remember those who are bereaved, dear Lord, who have lost loved ones. Touch them, O oh Lord. Let them know it's going to be all right, dear Father. Be with us and continue to help us, dear Lord. And as we go into this church here, Lord, bless us with a new spirit, Lord. Bless us with a new drive, dear Father so that we can do more for thy church. We can bring more people to thee, O oh Lord. For saving souls, O oh Lord, we understand is what it's about, Lord. Help us and keep us, dear Lord, that we may be able to do that. When the devil comes against us, strengthen us, Father, for we need you, O oh Lord. Dear Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for thy mercies and all thy blessings. These blessings we ask, these thanks we give, O oh Lord, in our holy son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Is he worthy, y'all? Is he worthy? Well, sing it like he's worthy. Oh, praise him. Praise him. Oh, praise him. It's all right to give him glory.
Chapel. This announcement comes to you from the Circle of Meekness and Temperance in conjunction with the Youth Department and the Mission Ministry. Attention all Girl Power applicants and your parents. You are cordially invited to attend the Girl Power Orientation Luncheon on Sunday, January the 12th at 1 p.m. in the Willie Wright Family Life Gym. Please accept this invitation in order to prepare for a successful venture into the world of Girl Power, which kicks off on January the 18th. The Voices of Love present a King's Dream. Remembering Dr. Martin Luther King, the annual Jackson MLK Interdenominational Mass Choir Concert. Come and sing with us. Rehearsals will be held on Saturday, January the 11th at 1 p.m. and Friday, January the 17th at 6 p.m. and Saturday, January the 18th at 1 p.m. The event will take place on Sunday, January the 19th at 3 p.m. here at Cade. The Youth Council is hosting a Vision Day on Saturday, January the 11th from 9 a.m. to 12 in the Family Life Center. The vision boarding activity is designed to allow youth the opportunity to lay out their goals for 2020. In support of this activity, the youth are asking K-Chapel members to donate magazines. Find the donation box located in the O Fellowship Hall and be sure to make your donation before Saturday the 11th. Thanking you in advance for your support and Happy New Year from the Youth Council. It's first Sunday here at K-Chapel, which means we're celebrating our youth and academics. Congratulations to Miss Deja Williams, who was named the first runner-up in the Zeta Phi Beta Sorority Incorporated Alpha Delta Zeta Chapter 60th Annual Debutante Cotillion. Her journey to the cotillion consisted of an informal tea, charm clinic, talent and fashion show, and community service project that took place at the Matt's House Emergency Shelter for Women and Children. Deja is a junior honor roll student at Callaway High School and is an active member of the K Chapel Youth Department. Congratulations, Deja. For Sundays here at K Chapel, we also celebrate your birthdays. Happy birthday to everyone with a birthday during the month of January. And please be sure to check your bulletins and the bulletin boards for additional announcements and upcoming community events. And to share your ministry news with the K-Chapel family, just send an email to kchapelannouncements at yahoo.com or you can go to the Submit Info tab on the K-Chapel app. But be sure to get your announcements in by noon on Tuesday of each week. Does anybody know the Lord is faithful? Amen. Great is his faithfulness. God's been good to us. Amen. Throughout last year, and we're thanking God for his faithfulness, yet unseen, but believed for this year. Amen. God is just a good God, isn't he? Come on, somebody praise the Lord for his goodness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. I hadn't seen y'all since last year. Y'all look good. Amen. Amen. Y'all look good. The Lord brought you into another year. God is a good God. Listen, if you feel something while you're sitting down, if you feel something a little strange, don't get nervous. You might be feeling the Holy Spirit. Don't get nervous. You might be feeling the Holy Spirit. And I say that because I say that about 35 or 40 people came and, and, and came with me this morning about 7.15, and we prayed together, and we anointed every seat in this sanctuary. Uh, so you, you might be feeling something right now. If you don't feel it right now, you might feel it before we leave this service because a prayer was prayed especially for you where you're sitting right now. Amen? That you would receive everything that you came here for. Somebody just needs to get in the receiving spirit right now. Say, I'm, I'm ready for it. Lord, whatever you have for me, give it to me. Send it my way. My heart is open. My ears are receptive. God, send it to me in this year, 2020. Lord, I surrender myself 
Lord, I give myself. I'm not going to sit there and act like God hadn't been good. But Lord, whatever you need from me, I'm going to give it. I'm going to say it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to. Hallelujah. Oh, bless his name. Bless his name. Bless his name. Bless his name. Somebody said, listen, you ought to begin the year you want it to, the way you want it to end. You ought to begin the year the way you wanted to end. And if you wanted to end on a high note, you ought to begin. I wish I had some worshipers in this house. If you wanted to end with a good blessing, you ought to begin by blessing God. If, if you wanted to end with the goodness of the Lord, you ought to tell God, God, you're good. Oh, bless his name. Bless his name. We thank God. Thank God for his goodness. Listen, listen. We do want to remind you also because this is the season of resolutions and making promises to yourself. And I know that some of you have made a promise that you're going to read your Bible more. You're going to be a more serious student in God's word. Amen. Bible study resumes this Wednesday. Amen. Amen. Bible study resumes this Wednesday. Amen. I should have had about five or six more amens than that. But that's all right. I'm not counting, but I should have had about five or six more but it starts it starts this wednesday at 7 p.m we want you to come out and share with us this this coming wednesday as we begin this new year out in the word of god listen if you have a birthday in the month of january come on and stand to your feet let us wish you a happy birthday all of our january babies won't you stand right now look around let's wish them a happy birthday k chapel happy birthday program where everybody can participate because we are going to recognize our guests. If you are not currently a member of K-Chapel, we would like to ask you to stand. All right, all right, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Now, now, now you, you know, this is such, keep standing, keep standing. This is such a special thing that you would wind up showing up here on the first Sunday in January in 2020. And we don't take that for granted. We really are happy that you chose to be here with us. And especially our national president of the NAACP, Mr. Johnson. That's honor, you all. That's honor. That's our national leadership. That's our national leadership. Okay, how many times do I need to say that? That's our national leadership. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And you chose to wish up here at Cade Chapel. Now, visitors, keep standing. We have something just for you. We are going to welcome you Cade Chapel style. Let's go.
Good morning. For our ministry to one of one another. This morning there are some members that are in need of extra prayer. We all need prayer. But I want to share with you a few opportunities that you have in the upcoming week to share in the ministry of one another as we remember, as we care for, and as we pray for these members. Let us continue in prayer for our bereaved families. On yesterday, here in this sanctuary, we had the funeral for Mrs. Betty Brown. So we ask that you will continue to pray for the Brown family. Reverend Leroy Harrington, he lost his sister who lives in Florida, Sister Alma Tillman. That funeral service is going to be held on this coming Saturday, January 11th, at New Jerusalem Church off Terry Road, and that service will be at 11 o'clock a.m. In the hospital, we still have Sister Lula Cheatham, Brother Kenny Williams, who is in rehab, Sister Aletha Lewis, and Reverend Michael Jones. Recovering at home, continue in prayer for Sister Joyce Price, Brother Levi McBride, Brother A.J. Mack, Coach Walter Griffin, Brother Frank Blunson, Sister Dorothy Aldrich, Mother Triplett, Brother Bobby Smith, and Sister Vera Collins. And like Reverend Powell always say, pray when you can, visit where you can, and every day of your life, thank God that you can. Let our joy and praise continue. But it is now time to bless the Lord through our giving. We understand that fully worshiping God includes offerings, which are given primarily for three reasons here at Cain Chapel. First of all, we give because it demonstrates our obedience to God's word. Secondly, we give as a sign of thankfulness for God's providing uh, blessings in our lives. Thirdly, we give because we want to see God's kingdom grow through mission and ministry here and around the world through K Chapel. Those who are watching by live stream may often contribute uh, to this service by uh, taking note of the number at the bottom of your screen. Now, hear the word of the Lord. But who am I and who are my people that we should be able to give as generously as this? ushers may now come.
receiving blessings, gifts in our lives, oh God, which we offer in response to your steadfast love. As your son, Jesus, transforms people's lives, so may the lives of others be transformed through these gifts. Through our love, through our witness, in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Thank you. 
I love Jesus. 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 You want me to say something else? I'm sorry. I love Jesus. I love Jesus. And, and, and I know we live in a pluralistic society. I know, I know sometimes people get a little nervous when you call the name of Jesus in public places. But listen, I love Jesus. I love Jesus. I'm not telling you who to love, but I. I love Jesus. Why, why do you love? Because Jesus saved me. Jesus died on a cross for me. Jesus is coming back for me. I love Jesus. Now you can love who you want to love, but I love. I love Jesus. I love Jesus, Mary's baby. I love Jesus, the Son of God. I love Jesus, the Rose of Sharon. I love Jesus, my Lily of the Valley. I love Jesus, my Redeemer. I love Jesus. I love Jesus. I love Jesus. And in 2020, I just say what the old church say. You can't make me doubt him. I know too much about him. I walk with him long enough now. He's talked with me long enough now. And I love oh how I love Jesus I wonder if anybody will join me on that oh how Just because he first, you ought to declare it if you love him this morning. Oh, how, oh, how, oh, how I love him. Sing it, oh, how. I love it oh, because, 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 just because, because, love me. The book of Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy chapter number four. Deuteronomy chapter number four, beginning with the 23rd verse, these words you will find recorded. Take heed unto yourselves, lest ye forget covenant of the Lord your God, which he made with you. Make you a graven image or the likeness of anything which the Lord thy God hath forbidden thee. 
But the Lord thy God is a consuming fire, even a jealous God. When thou shalt beget children and children's children, and ye shall remain long in the land, and shall corrupt yourselves, and make a graven image, or the likeness of anything, and shall do evil in the sight of the Lord thy God, to provoke him to anger, I call heaven and earth to witness against you this day. Ye shall soon utterly perish from off the land whereunto ye go over Jordan to possess it. Ye shall not prolong your days upon it, but shall utterly be destroyed. The Lord shall scatter you among the nations, and ye shall be left few in number among the heathen, whither the Lord shall lead you. And there ye shall serve gods, the work of men's hands, wood and stone, which neither see nor hear nor eat nor smell. But if from thence thou shalt seek the Lord thy God, thou shalt find him. And if thou seek him with all thy heart and with all thy soul, when thou art in tribulation and all these things are come upon thee, even in the latter days, if thou turn to the Lord thy God and shall be obedient unto his voice, for the Lord thy God is a merciful God, he will not forsake thee, <laughs> neither destroy thee. Nor forget the covenant of thy fathers, which ye swear unto them. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I want to talk about keeping your focus and guarding your faith. Keeping your focus and guarding your faith. I know this is the time of year when many of us are making resolutions and promises. We establish goals, we create vision boards, and we identify accountability partners, we draft prayer partners, we do all of this to begin the journey to a better, new, improved self. And I'm not downing any of that. If that helps you to get to where you want and need to be in life, go forward and be blessed. But when it comes to matters of faith and its expressions in and throughout life, it, if we would just recommit ourselves to and live out that document that we read on the third Sunday, the church covenant, there's very little left for which New Year's resolutions then become necessary. Keep the covenant. And a lot of life will take care of itself. Keep the covenant, and your family relationships will be better. You're looking at me funny. Go ahead and read it. It's in there. Keep the covenant, and, and you won't hold grudges or withhold forgiveness. Keep the covenant. You'll be consistent with your work, honest in your character, responsible with your finances, because our church covenant contains within it three sets of promises. There's the promises that we make concerning our commitment to the church and its ministry. There are the promises that we make regarding our Christian character and conduct within and outside of the church. And then there are the promises regarding our treatment of one another and how we promise to maintain Christian fellowship. And all of that is in the covenant. Media, do you have the covenant for me? Can you, can you pull a little bit of that up if you can? Because I, I, I'm getting some blank stares in here, and they, they act like I'm making this up. But I'm not making this up. It's, 
It's in your covenant. It's in our covenant. It's in the Baptist covenant. I wish we could read a little bit of this together. Having been led as we believe by the Spirit of God to receive the Lord Jesus Christ as our Savior and upon, come on, profession of our faith, having been baptized in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, we do now in the presence of God, angels, and this assembly most solemnly and joyfully enter into what? covenant with one another as one body in Christ. Let's hear what the covenant says. We engage therefore by the aid of the Holy Spirit to walk together in Christian love to strive for the advancement of this church in knowledge and holiness and comfort to promote its prosperity and spirituality to sustain its worship ordinances discipline and doctrines to contribute cheerfully and regularly to the support of the ministry the expenses of the church the relief of the poor and the spread of the gospel through all nations we also engage watch this to maintain family and secret devotions to religiously educate our children to seek the salvation of kindred and acquaintance to walk circumspectly in the world to be just in our dealings faithful in our engagements exemplary in our deportment to avoid hold it stay right there go back stay right there for a minute to do what to avoid all All right, move forward. We got it. We got it. To abstain from the sale and use of intoxicating drinks as a beverage and to be zealous in our effort to advance the kingdom of our Savior. We further engage to watch over one another in brotherly love, to, aid, to remember each other in prayer, I'm sorry, to aid each other in sickness and distress, to cultivate Christian sympathy and feeling and courtesy in speech, to be what? Slow to take offense, but ready for reconciliation and mindful of the rules of our Savior to secure it without delay. We moreover engage. When we remove from this place, we will as soon as possible unite with some other church where we can carry out the spirit of this covenant and the principles of God's word. You don't really need a resolution. All you really need to do is keep the covenant. Keep the covenant. The promises regarding our Christian character and conduct inside and outside of the church. We would fight less if we kept the covenant. We, we would stay mad less little time if we kept the covenant. We, we wouldn't hold grudges as long as we hold grudges if we kept the covenant. Amen, somebody. And because of all of the ground that the covenant covers, we would do well in 2020 to start this year, this decade, just by keeping covenant. Keeping covenant. Striving for the advancement of the church in knowledge, holiness, and comfort. Keep the covenant. You want to be patient with people? Keep the covenant. It says you'll be slow to take offense. But always ready for reconciliation keep the covenant and really that's all this text is about I'm not gonna worry you long this morning that's all this text is about it's a reminder to the Hebrew people to keep their covenant with Jehovah because in similar fashion as many of us the Hebrew people at that time in their history were entering 
into a new season. Leaving behind one era and entering into a new era. They were leaving behind a season of wilderness wandering and entering into a season of possessing a promised land. Leaving behind the season of temporary housing and entering the season of home ownership. They were leaving behind leasing somebody else's land to owning their own. I stopped by to remind somebody on this first Sunday of 2020 that as you enter this new year, it's not just a new year, but it's a new season. This new season, this new decade represents for many of us a new period in which you will leave behind wilderness dwelling and possess what the Lord has promised you. Leaving behind temporary tents and possessing houses that you did not build. Eating from vineyards that you did not plant. This decade will be one where you're leaving behind the lifestyle of moving here and there and, and settling somewhere. Somebody say settling. Yeah, yeah, stop, stop moving from pillar to post and somebody this year, this season, this decade is the time when you, you stop making ends meet by frequenting multiple streams of income, but rather finding fulfillment by drawing water from an old well. This, this represents a time when you stop running and gunning, but you sit down somewhere. And let God bless you where you are. I don't know who this is for, but 2020 represents a new decade when things will begin to shift and life will enter a new chapter. For many of us, family structures will change as the greatest generation will take its rest from its labors and we will receive announcements of new births. Families will dramatically change in this new decade. Get ready for it. That's just life. That's just the times in which we live. Technologies will change that will allow us to reach into more distant and unexplored dimensions of time and space, seeing new universes and perhaps even touch the edge of eternity itself. In this decade when things will transition and shift and create new realities, I want to encourage you to keep moving forward. Don't lose your focus. Hold fast to your faith and take possession of what God has promised you. That's the whole purpose of Moses preaching in the book of Deuteronomy. He's trying to prepare his people that he is led out of captivity, led out of slavery rather, and leading them into now a promised land. He's trying to keep them focused from losing and squandering their faith in the face of shifting times. Moses, this great leader, peering into their future, unable to make the journey with them himself, shares with them the causes, the effects, and the cure for them to keep their focus. Look with me for a minute at the causes what would cause one to lose their focus this year and this decade? I'll tell you, the first thing that Moses warns the children of Israel of is forgetting God's word. He says to them in verse 23, Take heed unto yourselves, lest ye forget the covenant of the Lord your God, which he made you. Moses says, listen, watch out and make sure that you don't forget the covenant. In this new decade, don't forget 
that God has made you some promises. He has given you a book full of promises that you can stand on when everything else fails. Remember what God has promised you. He's promised you his everlasting presence. Lo, I'm with you always, even to the end of the age. He's promised you his almighty protection. When you go through the fire, you will not be burned. Neither shall the flame kindle upon you. He's promised you his provisions. My God shall supply all my need according to his riches in glory. He's promised you his protection. No weapon formed against you shall be able to prosper. He's promised you a purposeful life. I know the plans that I have towards you. Plans to prosper you and give you a hope and an expected end. Don't forget what the Lord has promised concerning you. And the fact that he has made these promises to you means that God has you on his mind. He cares about us. And he has not left us on this earth to make it on our own and to fend for ourselves. But he says to each of you where you sit this morning, this first Sunday of this new year, this new decade, he says, I'm with you. What you're going through right now, you're not going through it by yourself. I'm with you. You're not doing this alone. I'm with you. Number two, number two, the second problem that Moses identifies is this problem of false worship. He says in verse 23, take heed unto yourselves lest you forget the covenant of the Lord your God which he made you and make you a graven image or the likeness of anything which the Lord thy God hath forbidden thee. Listen to me. When you forget the promises of God, you then begin to lean on and depend on other things. When you forget God's promises, you start depending on other folk. I can't get no help right here. When, when you forget that God is walking with you, you'll start looking for somebody else. And, and before you know it, you will have developed false gods in your life. And hear me, anything can become a false god. Some of us have made people false gods. Wish I had a witness in here. We, we give people too much time, too much of our attention, too much of our energy. We grant them too much power and too much access to our lives. And you made your girlfriend and boyfriend a little God. Y'all ain't talking to me anymore. I know they're your boo. You might as well call them little God, though, because everything you do is centers around them. Y'all ain't talking to me in here. Yes, we've made people our God. Some of us have caused our gods to become our pursuits and we've made new ventures and opportunities our God not remembering that it was God himself who opened the door it was God who made the way possible for others we've made our professional careers our gods and rather than them serving us we are serving them we've made these things that God has given us our gods and here's the warning in verse 24 for the Lord thy God is a consuming fire, even a jealous God. In other words, God ain't having it. He knows when your heart has replaced him with someone or something else. He knows when, when what he has created in your life has taken the place of the creator itself. And so he says, listen, I'm jealous. I'm not going to have you putting anything or anyone before me. Another problem that Moses points out is the attention, that he brings attention to self-corruption. 
self-corruption in verse 25 he says when thou shalt beget children and children's children and ye shall have remained long in the land and shall corrupt yourselves and make a graven image or the likeness of anything and shall do evil in the sight of the Lord your God to provoke him to anger listen Moses says you lose your focus and your faith when you start down this path that leads to self-corruption watch this things that you know are wrong that you start to make allowances for Self-corruption, things, things that you know will destroy you. I wish I had some 90s hip-hop folk in here because you will remember that song, Self-Destruction, but this is self-corruption. Self-corruption, yeah, y'all got it in your, in your vinyl. That's all right. Go back and get it. It's, I believe it's, it's not public enemy. It's a group of compilation. Y'all will find it. Self-destruction, but self-corruption is that when we go into those things that we know are bad, dangerous, and destructive, things that you know are wrong, Things that you know will destroy your witness you try to get away with. Things that you know will not contribute to you being strong in your faith and yet you participate in it. Moses warns us as we enter into this new, this new season, do not corrupt yourself. And I need to tell somebody and remind somebody, holiness has not gone out of style. Holiness still wears well. Righteousness still looks good. The world will offer all kinds of alternatives and new ways of doing life, modern lifestyle templates that look sleek and shiny. But I need you to understand that God is still a holy God. He gave us a holy word to instruct us. He gave us his Holy Spirit to empower us. He, 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 and he says to us, you be holy for I am holy. And in 2020, holiness is still what God requires of his children. Be holy for I am holy. That means, my brothers and sisters, that your words ought to be seasoned with holiness. Yes, 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 your conversation ought to be holy. Your thought life ought to be, be consumed with holy thoughts. Your playlist ought to be holy. Your text messages ought to be holy. Your Snapchats and Instagrams ought to be holy. Your relationships ought to be holy. And if you hear me, if you listen, if you are in a relationship with someone where you can't be holy with them, Let me rewind and play that and say it the way I really mean it. If you're in a relationship and you can't serve God because the person you're in a relationship with don't know God. And watch this. And get jealous when you start giving your time to God. That person is not for you. That, that, that person is not for you. you. You need to do what you do right now, right now. Get it straight right now. That in 2020, if I can't serve God and you be all right with that, we need to go our separate ways right now. In fact, I would rather you serve God with me, but, but certainly I'm not going to let you stop me from serving God. I'd rather you come to church with me, but if you don't come, don't, don't sit there and be mad when I go and give God my service and y'all ain't talking to me in here. I'd rather you sit right next to me and lift up holy hands, but don't sit there with your arms folded and, and mad because I'm lifting up my hands. I know where my blessings come from, and I'm not going to let you or anybody else get in my way of worshiping my God. I know who brought me. I know who taught me. I know who saved me. I know who redeemed me. I know who my redeemer is. 
Let me help you, child of God. If you can't be a child of God with the person you say you love, you need a new love. Yep, I said it. If you can't love God, With the one you love. Y'all ain't talking. I know I'm hitting tough this morning, but you, you need to hit tough at the beginning of the year because you might not have nothing left by July, so need to go on and get it out now. Come on and talk to me if you can. And some of you, some of you have let your girlfriends and boyfriends keep you from being who you ought to be and where you ought to be in your relationship with that's dangerous that's dangerous hallelujah so verse 26 27 28 Moses offers the effects of losing focus in faith he says listen I call heaven and earth to witness against you this day that ye shall soon utterly perish from off the land whereunto you go into Jordan to possess it. Basically, Moses says in these three verses, he says, listen, if you don't keep your focus on who God is and what he has brought into your life and correctly prioritize it, instead of you being settled in the promised land, he says, you'll be scattered among the nations. Instead of you becoming rooted, you'll become transient. Instead of stability, you will become a wanderer again. You know folk like that. They, they can't hold a job. Every time you talk to them, they always in between. Y'all ain't talking to me in here. Well, I'm in between. Get you a job and stick with it. Let me look on this side. Get you a job and stick with it. Last three verses and I'm finished. Moses has the cure for us. It says in verse 29, he says, watch this. But if from thence thou shalt seek the Lord thy God, thou shalt find him. If thou seek him with all thy heart and with all thy soul, when thou art in tribulation and all these things are come upon thee, even in the latter days, if thou turn to the Lord thy God and shall be obedient unto his voice, verse 31, for the Lord thy God is a merciful God. He will not forsake thee, neither destroy thee, nor forget the covenant of thy fathers, which he swear unto thee. Moses says this. Listen, here's the good news, y'all. This is your shout. I hope you don't miss it. He says, listen, if you find yourself this year going down the wrong path. If you find yourself losing your focus and slipping in your faith, he says, first thing you need to do, watch this, seek the Lord. If you seek the Lord, he says, he will be found. If, 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 you, if you look for him, he said, you're messing up and, 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 and you, 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 you know you're off center, he says, all you got to do is look and call on the name of the Lord. 
if, if, if that person in your life is, is creating divided loyalties between them and your faith, you don't have to keep being split. If, if you have improperly prioritized things or people or resources in your life such that they have become false gods, you don't have to keep going down that road. If you have made allowances for corruptive behavior in your life, you don't have to keep going down that road. Moses reminds us this morning that if you seek the Lord, he will be found. That means all you got to do is stop doing what you're doing and start looking for God. Verse 30 says this, and when thou art in tribulation and all these things are come upon thee, even in the latter days, if thou turn to the Lord thy God and shall be obedient to his voice. Listen to that, y'all. That blessed me right there. Moses said, listen, if you're in trouble, if, if, if you've gone too far, if you've stayed on the path too long and now all of the consequences of your behavior are coming back on you and you find yourself that you're in too deep, even then, he says, it's still not too late. All you got to do then when, when you're in too deep and, and it feels like you're going under, feels like you can't get out, he says, even then, all you got to do is turn around, call out. Call on the name of the Lord. Do I have a witness? It says, even in the latter days, if thou turn to the Lord, turn means repent. It means stop going the way you're going and, and do something different. Do the opposite. Go the different direction. Even then, when everything you've done, all your chickens are coming home to roost and, and look like you get reaping everything that you've sown, he said, even then it's not too late. Turn. Somebody say turn. Change your course. Go the opposite direction. Instead of doing what you think you ought to do, he says, obey God. And here it is. Verse 31. For the Lord thy God is a merciful God. What, what Moses says, listen, don't worry if God will forgive you or not. He's a merciful God. Don't, don't worry about, watch this, don't worry about having done too much that God can't. Moses said, he's a merciful God. Don't, don't, worry, about, don't worry about how bad you sin and how, how terribly you messed up. Moses said, God is a merciful God. Don't, don't worry about the news reports and, and what everybody's saying about you and the reputation that you made. Don't, don't worry about that. God is a merciful God. Don't, don't worry about what they're saying behind your back and everybody's talking about the mistakes that you made. God is a merciful God. Don't worry, don't worry about this, that, and the other and everything that people will do to try to keep you from turning around and getting it right and getting on the right path because God is a merciful God. He's a merciful God. He's a merciful God. He's a merciful God. That's your shout right there. He's a merciful God. That means he never runs out of mercy. You, you, you could have done this, that, and the other. He's got forgiveness for that, that, and the other. And then some more. Because he's a merciful God. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. And I got news for you. The blood still works. It worked 2,000 years ago. And it still works in 2020. It's still washing sin. It's still making whole. 
is still redeeming the loss. It's still. Moses said he's a merciful God. He's a merciful God. That means all you got to do, watch this. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and he's just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all. I'm through, y'all. But my soul really is happy because, Shirley, there's something else he says. He says, watch this, he says, for the Lord, he's merciful, but he says that he remembers the covenant that he made with your fathers. Y'all missed that. It said, I'm paraphrasing, but it's there, it's in your Bible. It says, he remembers the covenant that he made with, with your fathers. In other words, you living right now. On some promises. That he made some generations. Before you even got here. That, that's why I'm glad we still sing. Somebody prayed for me. Had me on their mind. Took the time and prayed for me. I, I'm so glad they prayed. My mama prayed for me. My daddy prayed for me. My granddaddy prayed for me. And I'm standing right here today because of the covenant that was made before I even got here. You ought to thank God right now if you had a praying grandmama, a praying mama, a praying daddy, a praying granddaddy. You ought to thank God Right now that somebody lifted you up before the Lord. Somebody when you were still small and, and could fit in their arms, they said, Lord, here's my child. I can't be with them always, but Lord, you said you never leave them. You said you never forsake them. You ought to thank God for a daddy or a mama who sent you off to college. And, and when they sent you off, they said, I can't watch them, but Lord, you be a fence around them. I don't know what all they're going to get into, but God, you kept me, so keep them. You ought to thank God this morning for a praying generation of faithful warriors for whom God made covenant. And God says, listen, I don't, I'm not going to forget the covenant I made with them. I am not foolish enough to believe that I'm so good and that I'm so great that I deserve everything I got. Now, if you are, you go ahead and be foolish. But I'm not foolish enough to believe that who I am and where I am is purely a result of what I've done. Truth be told, there have been a whole generation of folk praying for this little preacher. I, I, I see a generation right here in front of me, on this side, praying for me when I couldn't even pray for myself. 
I'm so glad. Somebody pray for me. I'm so glad. You had me on your mind. And you weren't too selfish, but you took the time. Pray for me. I thank you. And this year, I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to pray for you. The way you prayed for me. doors of the church are open. You can come by letter, Christian experience, or a candidate for baptism.
May we stand, please. Now may the grace of God and the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit rest, rule, and abide with each of you now, henceforth, and forevermore. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen, amen. Go in peace.